Assalamu alaikum and welcome to your weekly Thursday morning edition of the Household Express, a program dedicated to aspiring home cooks grow their skills and confidence in the kitchen as well as cook up memories with their family and friends and take care of other household needs. I'm Zakia Tagari and delighted to be in your company until 11 a.m. inshallah. In today's program, we can be looking forward to a jam-packed uh, program filled with lots of new tips and ideas for the December holidays. First segment, we'll be having a chat to Sister Nazneen Khan a registered dietitian as well as the owner of My Dietitian Said So. Later on in the program, inshallah, we'll be covering some yogurt bowls and smoothie ideas so that we can keep our kids and our families healthy throughout the holidays. Um, as we, um, so, Sister Nasreen Khan is going to have a chat to us about some snacks and food ideas to keep the family sustained and healthy during the holidays. Because we all know during the holidays, you know, it's such a busy period. The kids are at home, our adults are at home, and we have so much plans, ideas to fill our time that we don't exactly eat very healthy. We have very heavy breakfasts and very early suppers. And throughout the day, we just keep ourselves filled with snacks. So, inshallah, today um, our favorite dietitian, Sister Nazneen, is going to be sharing with us some of her ideas on how to incorporate better eating options and uh, that's more sustainable and healthy for our bodies. Um, Sister Nazneen, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and welcome to Radio Islam International. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. It's so good to be back on this kind of a show. It's a pleasure to have you back on air. So, uh, Sister Nazneen, with the holidays around and the kids at home, and, you know, uh, the kids love totally in the snack cupboards and pantries where they're eating mostly uh, crisp chocolates and all the unhealthy stuff, your two-minute noodles, sodas, you know. Um, how important is it for us to have a parental control on what our kids are taking in and what alternatives would you suggest? You know, um, so, so it's actually so easy for us over the holiday period, in fact, even over just a long weekend, to put on about five kilos. Just before you even know it, it you know, you pile it on, and it doesn't disappear as easily, unfortunately. And more and more in our practice, we are seeing now that uh, children are gaining this weight, you know, and it is uh, it's taking on a precedence where basically this overweight is becoming such a problem that it's leading to things like diabetes etc so it's un it's unavoidable look i mean we have holidays twice a year with this long um you know and most of the time uh you know the first couple of days your your the parents are still winding down from work what have you and then you know that they move on to uh, activities out of the home possibly um but essentially my rule of thumb for snacking is that allow for the snack to be as similar to an actual meal what do I mean by that? So in an actual meal, we have a couple of components. We have the carbohydrate or the starch component. You have the protein component. You have a fruit and vegetable component, and you have a fat component. And um, there's a formula, you know, if you want to call it a formula or like a, a, a rule of thumb that uh, I look at for snacks. So it must contain a fruit or a veg. It must contain a protein, and it must contain a fat. And a good example of that for, for a little kid is maybe a yogurt, which is then both the pro, if it's a full cream, double cream, you know, a Greek type of yogurt, then it's both the protein and the fat in one. And then if you chop some fruit in there, you know, that becomes the, the other component. Um, and also, if the child is big enough, you could actually put in some nuts. So that's a very um, broad 
idea of what you know snacking uh, ideas might look like but you know in the lockdown there were some very clever ideas for me it was where you use um you know the cupcake pans whether it's a silicone one or a metal one aluminum whichever one and you know you line it with cupcake holders and in there you portion out you know the the snacks for the day and you basically um you know educate the kids on portion sizes in that whole exercise because that's very important um the amount of snacks that you're eating so you've already portioned it out in those little cupcake holders it looks attractive um and you can control the amount of food that's going into this child so i would really really go on the fact that you know once you've got the formula right the presentation is also very important because you know often we'll sit with a huge bag of chips and before you know it you know the 120 gram bag of chips is you know done and i'm guilty of the same i must be honest you know there are times that you just feel like doing that but um essentially i would suggest to decant the chips into smaller containers and that in itself will help reduce the amount um that you're eating and this can be done with everything so these are some of the ideas that one can do I can't say stay away from the crisp and chocolates because the more I say that I mean our my, our brains are quite primal in that sense the minute I say take away something you know the the easiest thing to do is think about that that specific food group so essentially I would say break it down into smaller components um create a set time as much as possible if you can i know that times you know waking up late at, in school holidays or on holidays maybe doing different things etc so try and create a set time for snacking um is also another point that i would bring in you know sister nazneen that's such an important point that you brought in you know portion control because like you said we guilty of it ourselves as well we sit with a packet of chips or we sit with a slab of chocolate and we don't realize before the end of it it the whole thing's completed already and then we like shocked at ourselves that oh i ate a whole slab of chocolate but we all guilty <laughs> of it uh, myself included <laughs> but uh, i think that's a very important point for the listeners to take so you know um now with december being around uh, a lot of people say it's not a month it's a lifestyle what we eat is not our concern and it's the month of overindulgence you know why is it essential to have the balance even though we are on holiday like i said you know it's so easy to just gain all that weight without even realizing it um and you know with weight gain comes sluggishness and with sluggishness comes you know uh um the satisfaction at work etc there's so many things you know we've had this show on sister anisa's um or this chat on sister anisa's show on sundays but you know the reality is that um eating uncontrolled does have repercussions i mean nothing is without consequence right so first of all that's an important thing to keep in mind is that whatever you've been doing or or trying to achieve over the year can literally go poof in smoke over a couple of days so that's the first thing you know you don't want to miss that that opportunity to continue a, a habit and that's why i'm so big on um lifestyle modification and not just like a seven day plan that sticks on a wall or in a fridge and you know you kind of figure it out for seven days and then it's gone but if i have to come to making you know putting some points together um for helping people that are on holiday or holiday goers this you know i i would put together six or seven points really and, and you know we've talked first about eating mindfully 
I'm also very big about eating mindfully. What I mean by that is take the time to sit and look at what you're, you're eating, appreciate the flavors, appreciate the, the textures, etc. I'm not a fan of eating in front of the TV or scrolling while you're eating or eating on the go. Um, you know, one has to eat and five to ten minutes is a time that you can dedicate to a meal. And not just, you know, shoveling it in your mouth for the sake of getting done because you need to catch, a, you know, a, a, a next activity, etc. I would suggest take the time, look at your food, experience the aroma, experience the flavor, experience the taste. Um, this is huge for me. And in that you already understand when you're full. You understand your, your satiety cues, right? So for me, mindful eating is number one on the list. I alluded to it now. I mean, I mentioned it. The second thing that I'm hugely passionate about is portion control. Because with portion control, you can eat all your favorite foods. You don't have to, uh, you know, deprive yourself of holiday foods. And, you know, you're going to different towns or different cities. And if somebody's told you, oh, you need to eat at this place. You have to eat that burger and you have to, you know, and then you think, oh, gosh, I'm on a holiday. I'm on a diet and I don't want to miss out. The point is that if you go into a restaurant and you share it with your partner or you share it with your kids, have the, have the, the, the dessert that you've been, you know, salivating for, but have it in a, a shared portion. That in itself, when you portion control, the opportunities for eating a broader spectrum of your favorite foods becomes that much more attainable. So that's the second point. Very big for me is increasing your fiber content because fiber keeps you full. So if you start off with a high fiber breakfast, you know, um, eating some oats maybe at that time of the morning or and, and pairing it with some uh, maybe a, an egg and having some fruit and vegetables with it or some fruit at least, you know, in, in the uh, breakfast portion of it, you're really so much fuller. Um, that you don't feel like snacking on, you know, the nonsense. So that's big for me. And also if you're sitting at a restaurant, I always say order the vegetables, as long as they're not creamed and, you know, sugar coated and tempura fried, etc. Have your stir fries, have the nice, you know, the the, the roasted vegetables, etc. And have that as your first part of the meal. So when the meal comes, eat that first. And then you eat your protein and your starch. Um, essentially for kids, if it's not a refined carbohydrate, I, I, would, I don't have any restrictions on carbohydrates for kids um, under the age of like 10 because they need the energy to be, you know, to be exerting the time out on the beach or wherever the bush, you know, etc. So for kids under 10, I, as long as it's not refined starch or carbohydrates, I really don't have a, a restriction. But for adults, I would say that, you know, eat that portion don't skip it don't skip the starch but do eat it because you do need starch in your diet um and then you mentioned it as being a lifestyle and you know it's whatever you want but also being a lifestyle in december means that you have more time for activity because you're not at work you're not stressed um you're on holiday there's beaches to be walked there's hiking trails etc so definitely more time for activity and i would say if you if you feel like you've overindulged really do take the time to you know expend that energy in a nice long walk or a brisk um you know jog etc and i mean activities can be so many different things it doesn't really have to be just walking i mean sightseeing on holiday is one of the best time for activity the one last thing that I just want to mention on this point is, you know, we, we overlook the amount of calories that are packed in the drinks that we have 
smoothies that we can't control, fruit juices, fizzy drinks, etc. Those are all things that are packed with unnecessary calories and it's got a health halo. And I would say be very, very careful about smoothies and juices. But, you know, there's ways around around that and getting around that because, um, you know, liquids and um, uh, fluids are very, very important as well. But yeah, so those are, are some of my pointers for um, making it on this holiday. So, Sister Nazneen, you mentioned that we should watch our calorie intake with regards to smoothies, and that's actually part of our second segment, you know, looking at smoothies and yogurt bowls because of (laughs) December, and people are looking for easy meals, but yet we want to bring in nutrition and the healthy options. So, maybe if you can just please touch on it a little, what would you recommend? So, say if a person is having a mango smoothie for example because we have uh, it's it's the love, uh, lovely season of mangoes now in december and everybody waits the whole year for it right so um if you're having a mango smoothie which is maybe a cup of mangoes with a, a cup of um, or half a cup of greek yogurt and maybe some almond milk that plus minus makes about 300 moles of liquid to to consume would that be fine as a portion or would you half it for an adult and quarter it for a kid i will definitely half that for an adult and i'll, I'll give you an idea of why because let's let's use this full cup of mango it's probably and you've obviously seeded it and you know the bit is taken out and you you've peeled it etc so you've maybe got about two mangoes in there um and Two mangoes to sit and eat at one given moment is certainly going to push your sugar up, regardless if you're a diabetic or not. It's going to push up the sugar content in your blood. And that means you need more insulin to be able to remove it from the bloodstream and appropriate it to your organs. And it's not an advisable thing. Once in a while, it's fine as a treat. You know, you you, you can have um, a little bit extra, etc. But if you're going to be using it as a substitute um, for fresh fruit and you know uh, maybe a, a little bit of yogurt on the side, it's too much of calories. And if you consume this regularly, you are going to end up. You're going to think to yourself, I'm eating so healthy, but how am I not? maintaining my weight and this is the challenge that we get at most um places that that present smoothies or that that uh promote smoothies as healthy yes they probably are healthier than having you know a chocolate bar or having um you know a a very decadent dessert etc but it's not calorie free or it's not any less in calories so when they say healthy it's probably giving you more vitamins it's probably giving you more uh, calcium it's probably giving you more protein which means that it has an associated calorie increase so my suggestion would be that if you're eating a fruit a fruit should fit one portion should fit in the cupped palm of your hand so if you're cupping your hand the fruit that you eat in one sitting should fit in that palm so if you're making a mango smoothie and you've cubed your mangoes it's probably about let's say about three tablespoons of mango that you'd use for one smoothie. Okay, that, that, that's a very important point for us to take into consideration with the holidays. 
Um, you know, um, also something that we don't realize, and I don't think this is only in the holidays. This is an overall year thing where people feel that, you know, consuming tea and coffee and juices and uh, products with water in it is sufficient for our bodies to function so they don't need to consume water on its own. Please can you enlighten us and share with us some important intake on this matter and is it fine to substitute water with tea or coffees? So tea and coffee do contribute to your fluid intake overall, okay, but, but um, they also prove to be a diuretic. And what do I mean by that is that you will lose it through your urine because they, they have that function. The caffeine, both in tea and in coffee, um, actually uh, rid your body of, of water. So while it is fluid contribution, it is not hydrating if that makes sense. So I would definitely say that as much as you are having the tea and coffee, that is actually, I would bring that in as a snack, um, really, you know, as an uh, adjunct to your, your snack time. But you still need clean water. And when I say water, I don't mean vitamin water and I don't mean flavored water. Yes, you certainly can have infused water where you, you know, you fill your water bottle or your, your jug and you slice some cucumbers or you put some mint in there and you put or some strawberries or lemon or what have you just to, to, to give it a little bit of a, you know, an infused taste, but not a flavored water that you buy in store and you know it's sealed etc so you because those have sugar in it and it forms the same uh, contribution as a fizzy drink for you so what is very important um i would use as a rule of thumb that you take your weight your current weight and you half your weight so if you weigh 70 kilos you half your weight so that comes to 35 and then you you um add on two glasses as a minimum so 3.5 so 35 okay so it's divided by 10 so it's 35 kilos which is then divided by 10 which is three and a half glasses and then you add two glasses to that that's my rule of thumb um and that's your minimum intake so five glasses five and a half glasses for this person of 70 kilos would be a minimum um however it's also very much influenced by your activity level because if you're sitting in an air-conditioned office the whole day um you know you definitely need less water than somebody that's working the farming industry in, in the in the fields all day so it, it definitely affects more um, activity level contributes to the amount of water but as a rule of thumb, you know, don't go less than five glasses um, because the minute you are thirsty, that's already the first sign of dehydration. Um, fruit juices for me are no-no. And I've said this on so many of the shows in Radio Islam. Um, it actually, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's concentrated form of, of sugar, even if it's fruit sugars. It's a concentrated form of sugar and it can make you even thirstier, um, but it actually packs a lot of calories. Sister Nazneen, um, a question coming through. Um, the listeners would like to know um, how many portions of snacks would be advisable per day, per child? I would look at about three snacks as a maximum. Um, children, some children need to snack. Some children don't need to snack at all. You know, it depends on, again, the age appropriateness, um, you know, what activities they're involved in, what their day entails. Um, but I would say about, about three snacks a day. And, um, you know, 
again make it age appropriate because for a kid of uh, a year i'm not going to give um you know copious amounts of food etc so you have to make the size of that snack quite age appropriate and also um for example um you know if a child uh doesn't want to eat vegetables you know um don't feel bad to give the fruit because at least you're exposing that child to the the benefits of um you know the vitamins and the minerals and the fiber and also some fruit has a bit of hydration in it as well so um i would say create together with the kids what it is that they like and offer these options um at three set times of the day as a maximum sometimes two is enough depending on what they are doing okay that that that's a very important thing to take into consideration sister nazneen jazakallah for taking your time before you leave us can we please ask you to share your instagram handle with us Yes, um any listener can contact me on my dietitian says so. And my name full name is Nazneen Khan. Jazakallah for your time and we'll be looking forward to having you on again. I can already see a lot of questions and topics coming up. So inshallah in the new year. Assalamu alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was Sister Nazneen Khan from um, My Dietitian Said So. A lovely points that was shared with us and a lot of information that was very useful and that we should take into consideration. Inshallah, after this break, we'll be going on to smoothies and yogurt bowls. Welcome back. So, um, before the break, we were speaking to Sister Nazneen Khan, dietitian, um, as well as the owner of My Dietitian Said So, and she shared with us some lovely tips, very informative. Um now we're going to be speaking about smoothies and yogurt bowls. Why are we talking of smoothies and yogurt bowls together? Because I feel that um smoothies and yogurt bowls are like two kids in a family. They work coincide, you know, the ingredients are very similar, the um options are very similar. And um I know Sister Nazneen said they're not the best of options because of the high sugar intake and because um when you break the the break the smoothie down um you know it comes into a very small quantity so it looks a little it feels a little while consuming but we actually taking in a great amount of calories which is not healthy so um keeping that in mind she did also say that um the recipes that we do make and the recipe that will be shared a little later on in the in the show um for an adult we would have that so one recipe would be between two people or preferably three three people and if you having um the smoothie made for kids we'll quarter the recipe the recipe into quarters for a portion for the kids so what is a yogurt bowl basically a yogurt bowl is another name for a parfait which is that it means something layered in a jar um whereas a yogurt bowl is just layered in a bowl instead you know uh, there's so many options to make a yogurt bowl a snack or preferably a healthy breakfast it's full of nutrients because it's giving you your proteins your calcium your magnesium as well as live cultures which is very important for our our gut system to uh, to work correctly you know and um 
it doesn't have to be only healthy options where kids look at it and be like, no, this is a healthy meal. I don't want to have it. You can make it as sneezy as you like. You can uh, be as creative. You can make it look different, appetizing. You can have them made looking for kids. You can have them made looking for adults. You can have them as at breakfast brunches. You can have them, um, you know, as a buffet option. There's so many things that you can do with the yogurt bowl. Um, you know, um, so a typical yogurt bowl is made with Greek yogurt and uh, full-fat Greek yogurt. But I know, obviously, if we, if we want to maintain our weight and we don't want to pick up a lot of weight, um, we'll use maybe a low-fat Greek yogurt instead. Um, while scrolling the net, I found some really great weird options, though. It's not stuff that we, we quite hear to our ears, like a peanut butter and jelly yogurt bowl which i found very interesting because you know kids like the flavors of peanut butter and jelly which is peanut butter and jam in other words um but it can be made into a a yogurt bowl all you'll do is you'll layer your bowl with your greek yogurt which doesn't have sugars in it and it, it actually has no sweeteners added in it which is good and you can use some peanut butter and some jams whether you like some strawberry jam or you like blueberry jam or whether it's a mixed fruit jam you know these are all options that can be used um as besides um peanut butter and jelly i also found uh, a pumpkin a pumpkin uh, yogurt bowl which i thought was very very different you know so basically if our kids don't want to incorporate vegetables into their uh, diets um you can roast up some pumpkins or you can roast up whatever veg it is and basically you make a puree with it you season it with some salt and pepper instead of uh, seasoning with sugar for some added sweetness you can add some honey in and you puree it and you can top it onto the yogurt and it's actually very nice so yogurt bowls consist of basically four uh, four layers, which one would be yogurt, a second would be a nice uh, butter or a jam, third would be a crunch element, and fourth would be a sweetener. Sweeteners mostly is a, a, a lovely drizzle of honey, you know. And um, I think the ideas that are on the internet are such wonderful ideas you can use peanut butter almond butter cashew butter fruit jam strawberries blueberries kiwis mangoes pineapples you know um we're in the season of all the seasonal tropical fruits there's no um restriction to using your imagination you can add in some sunflower seeds for uh, some crunch uh, what i like to do is i like to soak some chia, uh, chia seeds overnight you know and add that in it's also a good component um, and works wonderfully also another thing is uh, some people don't like to buy fresh fruit because of the heat because it doesn't necessarily last as long as they'd like you don't have to use fresh fruit you can actually use frozen fruit which also works perfectly well you know and then coming over to smoothies and like i said i think smoothies and yogurt bowls are two two siblings in the same family so smoothies can be 
um, healthy options where you can use them to lose weight. You can have them as a healthy option to maintain weight and a healthy option also is a snack, you know. And uh, personally, I'm a very big fan of smoothies because... Um, Snacks are what we have on the go. And a smoothie is something that you can blitz up in five minutes and you can have it on the go. So options for some really nice smoothies are the same as your yogurt bowls. But the difference is you'll add in something more liquidy like almond milk or some, um, you know, um, you can add in um, soya milk. Um, it just depends. I don't advise using full cream milk or double cream milk uh, because obviously that is just going to add into our calories. But you know, um, you can you can you can use your imagination. You can add in spinach. You can add in strawberries to your spinach to add in some sweetness. And a banana, which is healthy, it's giving you good magnesium. And a sweetener in smoothies can also work as dates, you know. Um, you can always add in a green leafy veg um, where it doesn't seem to be a healthy smoothie, but you're taking in iron, for example, from your spinach. You can add in kale. You can add in, um, I know this sounds really weird, but you can add in a, one uh, floret of a broccoli at a time, which is a very good fibers for the body you know um it is high in fibers um then also adding in all your antioxidant fruits which are your berries um your pineapples adding some ginger uh, ginger's anti-inflammatories uh, also um all these fruits and vegetables they help us um it helps each and uh, each and uh, every organ in our body differently. So, um, you know, you can use carrots as sweeteners. You can use, um, instead of your fruits and your honeys, you can use um, also something that's nice. Um, I, a pear. A pear works lovely as a sweetener in drinks. Uh, a lot of people don't know that pears and apples are your most uh, sweetest of uh, fruit and they are the, the biggest ingredient in a lot of um, products to add sugars in and sweeteners in. Um, also, um, you know, um, like Sister Nazneen said, use a cupcake liner. Instead of a cupcake liner, you know, you get these little um, a console jars or Tupperware containers where you can also portion yogurt bowls, you can portion your smoothies, keep them in the fridge, add in one one yogurt bowl a day, one smoothie a day maybe for the kids because um, they are very busy during the holidays so they need the energy and like she said when it comes to kids we don't count the, uh, the carbohydrates that they take in because they need the energy to burn off. So, um, you know, it's just lovely ideas. It's easy ideas. It's things that you have in your home. It's at your disposal, nothing expensive. You don't have to go out and buy. Give it a try. You don't exactly also have to use Greek yogurt to make uh, a yogurt bowl. If the kids don't like um, the taste of Greek yogurt, you can add in your flavored yogurt. Obviously, try and bring in more your low-fat yogurt uh, for your flavors so they're not so full of fat and sugars. But those are nice options for the December holidays. Um, also, to keep us healthy, they also cool into the system, um, you know. So, let's enjoy what's at our disposal. I mean, 
mean, why why not take advantage of the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and enjoy all these fruits that we have? So, um, a lovely smoothie recipe um, that you can find that will be put up on the Raja Islam website, inshallah. And if um, you miss it, you can call Sister Faiza on 011-854-7022 to get the recipe. It's a mango smoothie. It's a very easy recipe. It's a very filling recipe. Um, Although we will take into into consideration the mango um, quantity. So it's one cup of mango cubed or, or slices. One cup of mango cubed or slices. Half a cup of Greek yogurt. Half a cup of Greek yogurt. Half a cup of almond milk. That's half a cup of almond milk. So it's one cup mango sliced or uh, sliced or diced, half a cup of Greek yogurt, half a cup of almond milk. If you do not have Greek yogurt, you can use normal plain yogurt. If you do not have almond milk, you can use normal fresh milk or long life milk. It still works the same. Um, this is a lovely recipe. Please take into consideration the amount of mango, the sugar in the mango. So please half the recipe for um, one recipe would be for for two adults and one recipe would be for four kids. Um, for today's segment on the cooking, that's uh, about it. Uh, yogurt bowls and smoothies. I'd like to thank our producer, Mumtaz Chazakila, for getting us the, well, uh, the lovely guest. And thank you to Sister Nazneen Khan, as well as to our engineer. Until next week, from myself, Sakya. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs>